0: Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. And I am here with my first cup of coffee. Actually, post three cups of coffee and a green tea. Went to Ryder's Coffee this morning. It being Thursday, February 20th. Pull out here. So, um, the new program is going pretty well I have passed 20,000 words on The Promised Queen feels like it's going pretty well I am definitely getting more into the groove of not looking at the internet or anything like that uh, before I write and it's made a huge difference I'm definitely more productive And getting those 3,000 words done earlier in the day makes all the difference in the world. Um, I have been getting all of my words done by noon most days. Today will be the first time this week that I haven't. And that leaves my whole afternoon to work on some projects. And that has been just amazing. It's just mostly making me tighten up what I'm doing. I think that is one of the great dangers of writing full-time is that, oh, dang it, I just remembered that I, I had my um, books to mail out all stacked up so I could go to the post office after writer coffee, and I did not bring them with me, and I there's a, a breakdown in my plan, <laughs> but maybe I can come into town uh, early before yoga this afternoon and get that stuff mailed out that is what I will adjust my plan to doing. Because I do have um, almost 1500 words so far today. So once I get home I will focus on getting the remainder of those words and then I can work on things like yesterday I talked with a friend of mine we're putting together a project. uh, Something I'm really excited about but it's going to be a secret project. But I'm feeling really good about it. Also, just dealt with a bunch of other businessy type details, got a bunch of things handled, worked on pulling my tax information together. So, yeah, that's pretty amazing that if I can have my words done by noon and then spend the afternoon, you know, like the, you know, until like five, working on other things. That's, I think that's a productive way to go about it. I'm feeling pretty good about that. Um, I did not get a job that I applied for. Actually, I haven't gotten several jobs that I applied for, but this was the first one that somebody had actually responded to me. And I didn't get it. A lot of these places just don't even respond. So, and a lot of them just don't pay all that great unless I want to get back into like a science-y type career, which I don't really want to do. So I've been getting some good suggestions for things that I can do to build out like the author coaching. And um, thank you, Leslie, for a suggestion there. And then also some things that I could do to... Up my income from writing, so I've decided I'm really going to focus on that. Um, I think if I work smart on those things, I can. I think I, I I'm excited about this new secret project and a couple of other possibilities that way. So I'm working on that. Uh, the thing that I am. Um, this, so this is a source of great aggravation to me at the moment. I think I'm probably just going to have to let it go. Is last summer when we were in Spokane, Washington, we rented a car from Dollar Rent-A-Car. And I never get the insurance from Dollar Rent-A-Car. Uh you know, because it's really... It's a scam. You know, it's a way that they have of padding the money that they get from the rental car. It's it's quite expensive insurance when you factor it in. And if you have your own car insurance, you don't need to pay for them. We already pay for car insurance. Sorry, I'm fussy with my contact lens here as I drive. That's There we go. That's better. So anyway... When we were checking out the car at Spokane Airport Dollar Rental Car, the, we had this kind of weirdly uncomfortable conversation with the guy who was renting the car to us. First of all, he gave us an upgraded car, which that we didn't want. But then they didn't have the lower class, so finally gave it to us at the, you know, same rate that we'd reserved for. And then, you know, like he's asking what we're doing there. And somehow he ends up asking me what, like, what, I don't know how it came up. But, you know, chatting and all of that. But he finds out that I'm a writer. And starts asking me if I make a lot of money as a writer. You know, sort of doing the starry-eyed thing. And I'm, you know, sort of being, I don't know, professional writer person and talking to him. But, you know, as as we walk out... David coming. he says, well, that was really kind of weird. I was like, yeah, I know. But as part of renting the car, I declined the extra insurance. And he said, well, you know, Washington State just passed a law where, you know, you'd have to pay for, even if your insurance covers damages, you would have to pay for the days that it's out of use. And the shop, he says, you could end up owing us a lot of money. And he says, but I guess you could afford it. Ha, ha, ha. And I was like, uh, no, that's all right. Well, just because I have never in my entire life had any kind of damage to a rental car. <clears throat> you know, we're careful drivers. And I have rented a lot of cars because when I had the day job, we would, You know, sometimes I was traveling two weeks out of the month, and we would fly into a place for a week, and we would have a rental car, so we could drive back and forth from our hotel to the offices and various sites. Never had a problem. So we have a delightful week in Spokane. Return the rental car. No problems. You know, they cleared us through. And it was funny, because my mom even said, did you have any problems returning the car? And I was like, no, I've ne- never had problems returning the car. It always goes just fine. So we get back, and then we go off to Ireland for three weeks and have a car there, which we drove all over Ireland, <laughs> sometimes on some pretty rough roads, because we were going to various interesting sites, megalithic sites. And I get back... And there's an envelope from PureCo. And PureCo is this place that takes on claims from other uh, entities like Dollar, Run and Car. And it, it, even if you go to their website, it's weird. You know, they're like, oh, you know, if you're our client, we deal with these people so you don't have to. So PureCo sends me this thing saying... Um, you may not have been aware of it, but you actually caused damage to your rental car in Spokane. And I was like, "What the hell?" Oops, I forgot I got on the interstate because I was busy ranting. So this might get loud. I apologize. So <clears throat> it turns out they like send us photographs of this supposed damage that we caused to the rental car that's like on the underside of the bumper. And and I just can't believe it, you know, and, and I so I call this gal from PureCo and she's like, Oh yeah, you know, even though you're you know weren't aware there was damage and I'm like, you know, they cleared us. We returned the car and they cleared us. And she's like, Oh yeah, you know, it was just on later inspection they found this and and it, it's just unreal. So I said, "Well, fine. Give it to USAA, my insurance, and we'll, you know, they can deal with it." And she and she even said, "Are you sure you want to run this through your insurance? Because you could just pay for it, and it's like fourteen hundred dollars." And she says, "You know, it might be better just to pay for it, and then you won't have your insurance premiums go up." And I was like, uh, "Yeah, no, I'm not gonna, <laughs> not gonna do that." because it feels like financial blackmail. Like, they trumped up a reason for me to have to pay for this stuff. You know, and it's like three days out of service for this car to be, you know, have the scrape on the underside of the bumper repaired. So, the way that it has come back around, and I talked to the USA gal, and she said, yeah, she said, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do to fight this. This is something that a lot of the rental car agencies are going to doing because they're not making the money that they used to, right? Because everybody uses Uber and Lyft, and everybody knows not to pay for their, you know, ridiculously expensive insurance. You know, and really it's it's a gamble because, and I had once said this to someone when I was renting a car it's like, no, I'm not going to get that insurance because I'm basically betting against the house You know, they know that the odds that you're going to get in a wreck are very low comparatively they make tons of money on that insurance and basically they're just playing on your fare so I just cannot help but wonder how much of this had to do with this guy who checked us out and saw us as an easy mark to up their income for that particular, you know, tiny little spoken car rental. So the upshot is is after our insurance paid for it, we still have our deductible and then we have to pay for the the days that it was out of service because that's not covered by insurance. And then various administrative fees that they tacked on. And it's a thousand dollars. And we've gotten our, and I keep putting it off because they made me so mad that I'm, I don't, you know, it's like I don't want to pay this. I don't feel like I should have to pay this. So now we've gotten our final notice, and they're from Pureco saying how they're going to, you know, turn it over to collections or maybe a lawsuit. In which case, then I would have to pay for the court costs and lawyer fees. It's like you guys aren't gonna fucking sue me for a thousand dollars. I'm tempted to let it go to collections because then they don't make as much money off of it. You know, collections the collections agencies will buy it from them for a reduced amount and then try to recover that. You know, everybody getting their little piece of the pie. So, I don't know, I'll probably just end up writing them a check for a thousand dollars and I think it's $1,017, but our car rental was something like 600 and I might put fuck you in the memo. <laughs> Is that illegal? I'm trying to decide if that's illegal, uh, and I think I'm going to put this story on social media for all the good that it does. I looked up the dollar rent-a-car Twitter feed, and they have one tweet saying, testing our new Twitter account. I didn't look to see if maybe that was a different one. But clearly, dollar doesn't care. Uh, I will never rent a car from them ever again for the rest of my life. And, And in fact, the last couple of times that I have had, what, occasion to rent a car or possibility to rent a car, you know, we were on a trip or somewhere, I've said, you know, why should we bother? Let's not rent a car and pay for parking. Let's just get, you know, just use Uber while we're there. Why not do that? This person in front of me is not paying attention. They're veering all over the highway. I think they must be texting or something. Keep an eye on you. Paying attention, kind of. All right, there we go. So, it's just, um, it's amazing to me that we have no power to affect these things, you know, like they did not say anything to us while we were there, when we could actually argue about it, and look at this purported damage ourselves, instead they made this up and sent us a thing later. So the, the power I think we have is not to rent a car from these places. I'm, I, I'm going to send a, a letter to Dollar, and they may not care. But I am, um, I guess giving this to all of you as a cautionary tale, the USAA gal said, yeah, about the only thing you can do is take pictures of every inch of that car with your phone. Um, she said, because otherwise it's your word against theirs. And she said, and they always win. Uh, it's it's amazing to me. It, to me, it's a very short-sighted way to run a business, but I suppose that is the era that we live in. So, they will extort the $1,000 from us, and, you know, I hope they choke on it. <laughs> but there is something to be said for writing the check and moving on with my life, right? So... Please excuse the the ranty podcast today, um, plus interstate noise. I might have to listen and see if I made entirely too much noise for that. But otherwise, otherwise things are, are going pretty well. <laughs> Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? As my mother would say. So I am just about home. I'll get back and get some more words down on the promised queen. And yeah, I think that's about all I have for today. I know I have some notes on the bed on the next to my usual sitting spot, but I will look at those for tomorrow. So I will remind you that first cup of coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network. And you can find more podcasts you will love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.